It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud talk radio network on iHeartRadio. The voice of freedom, the out loud truth, where you come to hear military and intel experts. America Out Loud talk radio plays on the iHeartRadio network. You can also hear them on our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, and Alexa. That's the AAA. We stream 24-7, and now you can also hear them on the podcast on the same apps. All of our shows on America Out Loud typically go to the podcast one or two days, normally one day, after the broadcast is heard live, and you can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart, and many, many more. Be sure to subscribe and rate the National Security Hour on the Apple Podcast for us, because then we have an idea what we're doing, and I understand we're doing really well. It's a really big show. Okay, so be sure to make the AmericaOutloud.com your daily stop for the best, latest news and happenings. We all must do our part to share the stories, the articles, the videos, so that we can help secure America's future. And you know we mean that. All right, so without further ado, we're going right to the show. Today is Labor Day. Your host today, Colonel Mike and Dr. Michael Shoya, who's coming in right now. Good morning. Do- oh, sorry. It's afternoon. Good afternoon, Dr. Mike. How are you? I'm okay, Colonel. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yo, yesterday was 96 in the Valley. How were you? It was Sunday. Remember, yesterday was so hot. My gosh, is there another one coming today? Yep. We went out early uh, this morning. Yeah. Because it was uh, going to be real hot. So we went for a walk and then walked into town and had breakfast. It was it was Good a nice morning. There wasn't very many people around. Yeah, nobody. Everybody will be back tonight. That's how it works. You know how they are. That's the outer beltway of the inner beltway. It's, and it's, uh, it, it reminded me, you know, that this was really the last day of summer because on Wednesday, when we were kids, we'd go to school. Right. We have uh, Labor Day off, the next day off, and then it was back to school. And now they go to they start school in the middle of August. Well, and, you know, uh, it, there's so many things to do with transgenderism. You got to get them there early. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't get them early, you're never going to get them. Yeah. And that's how, that's how it works in the educational system today. Suppose, yeah. Today. If you're, you're going to decide to be a girl and not a boy, then there's got to be some kind of training involved. Yeah. It's like the uh, Poison Ivy League. You know, when you get them there early in school, you can you can let them know that capitalism is the worst thing that happened because the, the, uh, the professors in the Poison Ivy League schools, they don't make any money. They do it for free. Right. Yeah, they, they sure do. Yeah. Yeah. At at, at uh, three high, th- uh, double three figure, uh, figure <laughs> salaries, and uh, and what they call tenure. And Mike, can you tell us what tenure is? Yeah, well, tenure is supposed to be a reward for accomplishing your progression from instructor to um, associate professor to assistant professor to full professor. I think it used to be. And you mm-hmm. publish books and articles along the way, and now it, it just does. It just me. All it means in most colleges now is that you've been around a long time, and you're willing to teach whatever lie uh, the Democrats want. Mm-hmm. So you know this whole problem we have of of uh, really state and religion is is a is a conscious lie by people. They talk about Madison and Jefferson 
building a uh, wanting to build a wall between church and uh, uh, state. Mm-hmm. And if it, if you can really say that that they wanted a wall built, what they wanted to do is have a, a government that didn't have anything at all to do with what the religious folks were up to in terms of how their churches were run and how they identified themselves as whether, you know, Protestants or Catholics or Jews or whatever it was. And, uh, but the whole, the whole uh, academy has lied about uh, Jefferson and Madison for uh, close to half a century now. And they're pictured as raging anti-religious people. I think they were anti-Catholic, but then everybody in their age was anti-Catholic in, in, uh, in uh, North America, at least in the United States, because they had been attacked and, and murdered by uh, the Catholic monarchy of France with the assistance of the Jesuits and the Jesuit converted Indians. So the idea that, that America is uh, not a Christian country is, of course, a piece of idiocy buttressed by lies. And when, when a, you know, a professor, a professor has a, a great deal of influence just by being what he is, the professor. And he also can exact a lot of blood if you disagree with him on your exams or in any kind of a oral presentation. So we've got all of these freaks in these universities who argue really ridiculous kinds of things, like Lincoln fought for uh, to end slavery or, or uh, the, the South really didn't want independence from the North. They just wanted to keep their slaves. All of that kind of stuff is taught regularly and it's all crap um, well you know I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because we've been hearing a, a lot about this separation of uh, church and state which is you know but how many of these pastors how many of these preachers or whoever these clergy how many of these come out and say hey wait a minute I want to have a discussion I want to have a debate about that or how uh, you know how many of these networks whether they're cable media you know uh, mainstream you know, say, oh, we're going to have a bishop so-and-so or pastor so-and-so or whatever, and we're going to debate that. Nobody ever touches on that no. about the separation. They're, they're, they just misinterpret it, and it's just, you know, if you repeat the lie long enough, it becomes truth. That's how it works in America. Right? Well, sure, the churches are afraid, as you often say, to lose their uh, um, exemption. exemptions. Exemptions, yeah. yeah. So they're not going to challenge it. You know, and if there's one thing that, that is ought to be very clear when uh, preachers go to their seminaries is that one of their duties is to aggressively defend the rights of their congregants, their flocks, and to uh, attack the government when the government is intruding. And now the government yeah. intrudes in all things. There were very few pastors during the COVID thing that said, you know, to the government, you know, go take care of your own business and stay out of ours, which is what the Constitution enables them to do. And their pledge to the Lord or their, their commitment to the Lord. Their responsibility for the Lord to be is to be aggressive and keep the churches open and take care of their flocks and defend them against insanity like this, uh, you know, uh, rainbow stuff. Hmm. So, you know, how can how can a guy who is the I just saw a picture of him the other day. He had a, a kind of a his his uh, a cloak was uh rainbow colored he was the head of the church of england yeah you know what kind of what kind of stuff is that what's the wrong what's wrong with the anglicans oh well they've they've been gone a long time anybody in the anglican community want to write us 
you can you can later on we'll give you the at the footnotes you can comment and tell us you know what's going on but i guess all the lutherans the methodists everybody's the same now you know it's uh yeah. catholics everybody has it they have it everywhere you know speaking of uh the maniacs they're going to probably do covid part two and we'll see how many of these clergy stand up mike did you did you see the latest what's going on with who in europe that the german chancellor in uh, six or seven other countries now uh they are now uh, uniformly lockstep in telling the WHO to take a walk. Did you see that? Did you read I that saw, at all? I, I, I saw a couple articles about it on the internet, but I haven't read a lot about it yet. But I mean, that's that's a big change. It's important. Um, you know, the, the, the great one of the great disasters, as it, as it's turned out, um, in the, in the 20th century was the creation of the United Nations. Mm -hmm. The United Nations has just done nothing but suck dry the American treasury to do the things that it wanted to do for for itself. It's, it's concern for others is very small. It's troops, when they go overseas, kill a lot of the people they're supposed to be protecting or at least rape them. Um, they, they, they want more power than, than the people we elect. Now, whoever, no one elected anybody at the UN. Why should any American listen to them? Well, the other thing is, Mike, you have to understand something. It's also an employment agency. Well, Look sure. at the blue home. Look at the blue helmets. Where do they come from? Nepal. Can you can you mention a few more countries? Yeah. It's an employment agency for third world countries to put people into danger zones. And uh, whatever is part of that culture goes where those countries goes with them. Exactly. Like you always say, you know, we bring these people in and uh, whatever their culture is or their family's culture is, it's going to it's going to expand. Yeah. Uh, on, on the on the theme of national security, since it's Labor Day today. OK, uh, we have the the unions in America fighting with the uh, manufacturers to keep keep the uh, doors open and keep the jobs here. Um, the threats are maybe go to Mexico. Uh, I, I understand the labor in Mexico is a lot better. And as as a business, it's probably economically better to to bring a, a, a factory to Mexico. But when we're bringing so many people from. Mexico, South America, Latin America to this country, why not keep it here? You know, because we're going to pay for them either way, right? You, If you have them here, you know, if you really want cheap labor, then put these people on the uh, the people we got coming in, the illegals, put them on the, uh, put them on the assembly line, you know, get them cleared up, uh, give them a couple of shots for VD, a clap or whatever, you know what I'm saying, and put them on the assembly line. Because uh, going there makes no sense if they're already here, right? Doesn't it, make any sense. Doesn't it, it is it's and I think Colonel Ed, it's that it's all been kind of a lie about bringing bringing them here for labor. What they wanted to bring them in here for was was uh, sweatshops mm -hmm. and kind of indentured servitude, mm -hmm. slavery. They didn't want them in here because we were short of workers. They just didn't want to pay them a decent wage or give them any kind of uh, health protection or or job protection. Mm -hmm. Work when we say so, and then we, we, you're gone. It, and it's clear now that it has nothing to do with workers. It has everything to do with pot, re replacing the white, white and Christian populations of the United States. It's well, a, that's a World Economic Forum package. That's that was signed on uh, with our government leaders, who should be uh, taking uh, put their feet to the fire, as we say. But we don't want to say the other part. Um, they. The government leaders who agreed to this and then this 
what is that declaration? The declaration of North America was signed, what, the beginning of the year, Mike? Yeah, we met Trudeau and yeah. what's his name? The Mexican president. Yeah, so they, it erases they did, all the borders. Yeah, that's the, so they can just, uh, just say, well, your sovereignty is gone. Well, that's why we have to find out how illegitimate this administration and all the politicians are in the, including the Republicans and the rhinos who got elected. Because remember that election that everybody's saying was, a, oh, it was, it was no problem. It was election integrity. It was no, no way you could hack it. You know, how do we know the Republicans weren't in on this thing and they got elected too? Because as they tell you, there was no way you could hack the election on one on one side of the mouth. The other side of the mouth, we know the Chinese hacked the Office of Personnel and Management. We say it all the time. Yeah, and they've hacked, and they've hacked other things over the years, you know. Uh, but uh, did we allow them to hack it, or were they just that genius? That's the question I have. As we come well, down, think- and almost the almost the end of the first segment. But go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I think it's it's they're not geniuses. They're just uh, uh, evil. And evil is its own kind of genius, I think. I just think they're better crooks. They're evil yeah. and better crooks. Yeah. Listen, in the intel game, and as you know, in the covert arena or theater, the guy who gets it first is the winner. Right? <laughs> He's the winner. <laughs> you should know better than I do, and I know a lot about being the winner. So, uh, listen, they're just much better at doing what they're doing. It's not that we're bad. It's just that we're lackadaisical and we have people that don't care. We have people in positions of power in this country that don't care. They don't care about your security. They don't care about your your home. They don't care about your family. They don't care about your religion. Oh, and today, being Labor Day, right here in the metro area, a little better in the valley because it's 99 per gallon. Yeah, and go a little deep down, further down of the valley, you'll get three fifty-five. And if you go into the northern Virginia, what we call Nova, outside of DC Metro, you're paying three ninety-nine for Labor Day fuel. And and let me tell you something. Uh, you don't see AAA. Remember AAA when we were young, Mike? Sure. Triple AAA was the activist for the average person, the working family. Yeah. The AAA now all they do is they parrot whatever the administration is. Well, it's it's only up three dollars and eighty nine cents, and that's only twenty cents from last week. You know they became the parrot. Now why why are we paying this price as we come down to the last couple of minutes? I'll tell you why we're paying this price because our foreign policy is is in the ditch, and because our administration decided to go to war with Saudi Arabia. An old ally, as we say, and uh, in security and economics, we used to have security and uh, economic agreements with them that were strong. And we got some oil. We got lots of oil that time. We got plenty of oil. We bought it forever. But now, you know, MBS, who's really running Saudi Arabia for the king, said to Biden, you know, calm down on that Khashoggi Hoggy thing. You know what I mean? We don't. This is not your problem. It's our problem. And then we made it our problem because apparently they made him a Washington Post reporter. Yeah. Right. So when he was taken out, he was a Washington Post reporter. Right. Which was so important. This was like taking out uh, Kennedy to the to the administration, you know, that, uh, you know, 
the Saudi Arabians said, no, 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 this this ain't going to work. This, can you imagine if the, you reverse this situation? Can you imagine if you reverse this situation with America and, and Saudi Arabia, if this was a vice versa situation? You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're paying for this because the relationship since the days of FDR with Saudi Arabia and Mike, you know a lot about the Middle East and that part of the world. OK, we didn't always have the best relations, but they were good relations. We had our ups. We had our downs. But the oil came in at the right price and we had plenty of it. Now we got schmucks on Capitol Hill selling the oil to China, who we may have, as they always say, conflict coming in the future. And we give our oil to China. Is anybody on Capitol Hill waking up? Is anybody awake? And when I get to the next side, which will be a couple of minutes, we got two minutes to the downside. We're going to go to the second segment and we're going to talk about that Disney movie, Mike, Frozen. There was two parts. All the young kids love it. It's Frozen. It's a nice Disney movie, whatever. I don't know about all the bad stuff or the good stuff. I don't watch this stuff. All I know is my my neighbor's kids watching, the grandkids watching, all that stuff. But here's the deal. There's now going to be Frozen Part 3, and I'm going to tell you who the lead actor and actress is going to be. I got the tip. I got the tip this week, so everybody's going to be excited to know who that is. Mike, you get two minutes if you could do it looking at a clock. Yeah, I think uh... – well, I don't have a second hand here, but I'll talk. I can talk for one minute about uh, uh, the Khashoggi thing. Khashoggi was a gun runner, and his father was a giant gun runner. His uncle, his uncle, Khashoggi. his uncle. Yeah, that's okay. right. And you know, you write about the Saudis on some things; they were very hopeful, and others they weren't. Uh, uh, but most of the way it was the they drove the relationship in the sense that we protected them, mm-hmm. and. Uh, They've support. You know, they they've spent so much money on guns, and they still can't defend themselves. I, I guess it's just uh, you buy some guns, but we'll protect you, and you won't have to use them, or you can't we, use them. We, they bought billions and billions and billions and more billions. Many billions. They were only going to buy as much as we could sell, Mike. Yeah. They bought as much as we could sell. Hey, we're coming down to the end of the first segment, and we're going to be back on the other side on the second segment. I'm going to break it in with Frozen, and then we could even continue with Khashoggi and let the people know exactly what's happening. In my in my eyes, MBS, we're ready for the oil. Just call Colonel Mike, Dr. Mike. We got Monopoly money down in Newport News waiting. We'll take as much as you want to sell us. And there we go. In the, about 30 seconds, let's go to the other side. We'll see you on the other side. Commercial time. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. 
Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. We're back. Welcome to the National Security Hour. You're on Colonel Mike and Dr. Mike. Dr. Mike, are you with us? I'm here, sir. All right. Thank you. Well, I just want to break the news and then I'm going to go back to Khashoggi for a second. Frozen Part 3 right now, they're they're queuing up. Uh, there's a couple of you know pretty girls that can to do the uh, the voice of the uh, frozen, but they're also looking at a U.S. senator named Mitch McConnell because he had his third frozen episode now <laughs> in the last week. So there's a contender. There's a contender for frozen. Uh, this is another danger to America, ladies and gentlemen. The danger is having people in power. And, you know, I'm not going to knock anybody for dementia and strokes and heart attacks. I'm not doing that. Okay, I'm not doing that. But you can have people running this country in very powerful positions like president or leader of a majority party in the Senate, because this has to do with our national security and our our welfare as a country. You know, Um, Take, for instance, the case we're just talking about Saudi Arabia. The king is not maybe feeling well. Maybe he has some issues, right? So what does he do? He's got Mohammed bin Salman there, and he's rock and rolling the country, right? He's making moves. He's making deals. What do we have? What do we have? We don't even have the AAA team, okay? None of our senators, all right, for the Republican side, none of your senators, okay, are doing anything about saying goodbye to Mitch. You know, Remember years ago, Mike, there was a guy, Mitch Miller, the guy with the mustache, yeah. the band leader, the yeah. singer. Or what was band he? Leader. He's a band leader, band leader, yeah. yeah. Nobody's getting rid of Mitch Miller on the hill. Then you got Fetterman, and then you got Feinstein. You got two on that side, one on this side. This is like baseball. You know what I mean? Two for you, one for me. These people should not be in power. You should be calling your 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 representative offices and say, get them out. You have other people could step in, you know? While this guy's a slosh, and I know everybody on the Republican side got a lot of money for him because he raises money and keeps them in power, and that's how he gets to be the leader. But, you know, guys, enough is enough. You're grifting office for 20, 30 years. You're in those offices. These are, these are careers. You're not representing us. Come on, let's stop the bullshit. You're not representing the people. You're going there for a career, okay? You're going there for a career. Every one of these guys that run up from a congressman, a House congressman, representative to be a senator. What is that, Mike? That's second part of the career, right? You got you got you a congressman, you got congressmen throughout the country. Soon as soon as there's a move, oh, I could step into the shoes of the Senate. And then that's another 15 years. And that's why these guys they get to go into their 70s and 80s and either they die or they retire. Or unless they find some dirt and they say, well it's time for me to go back and be with my family and my grandchildren. I mean, you know, I'm going to go back home to wherever I live. You know what I mean? Uh, but this is the problem. This is the problem we have. It's not just being Joe Biden wherever he is. You got to look in the mirror, guys. You know, I know it, we're, we're not talking Trump this week. OK, this is Labor Day. You got to look in the mirror and say, what's going on in my state? How can I help our country just by your own state? You agree, Mike? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what the founders wanted to do. Yeah. Get but your they- ass home. 
you know, you're not supposed to do that forever. The founder, yeah, the founders would not have condoned the idea that somebody serves uh, forever. And also, they never intended our government to be of much interest to anybody uh, outside of uh, uh, those interested in foreign policy, tariffs, uh, and several other things, but very few. They, they assigned very few responsibilities to the federal government. And I think if that was still the case, there'd be fewer and fewer people who would want to go there because mm -hmm. there wouldn't be a lot of recognition. There would be far fewer um, uh, opportunities for for graft and general corruption. Mm -hmm. you, you'd have much more, uh, you know, Virginia has much more impact um, on their state government than they do on, on uh, uh, anybody in the federal government. And, mm -hmm. and we're a pretty big state in Virginia. But imagine, you know, people from Rhode Island or people from Hawaii or wherever it is, they're not going to have very much ability to influence anything. Mm -hmm. The Hawaiians can't even influence anyone to arrest the governor who presided over that massacre in Maui. It's a, it's, it's a ridiculous thing. We, the country was never built to, to, to do this. Okay, speaking of Virginia for a second, I just want to interrupt, then you continue. Just so you know, the two senators in Virginia, one is Tim Kaine, who ran with Hillary Clinton, right? And then um, Mark Warner. Both of those, at one time, were governors. And Tim Kaine was a mayor of Richmond, okay? So Mark Warner came out of the uh, private sector. He was in, what do you call those things years ago? Mike Beepers? Remember those things you used to have on your waist, the beeper? Was it a beeper? Yes, a beeper. Yes. Mark Mark Warner came out of the beeper uh, uh, business. And Tim Kaine was a lifetime uh, grifter. He was a mayor. Then he was a governor. And now he's a senator. Now, they're going to be there for the rest of their life, as long as they want to be. Well, remember something. There was also another Warner who stayed there his whole life. That was John Warner, sec uh, Senator John Warner, who was secretary to the Navy at one time years ago, who one time married a famous actress named Elizabeth Taylor. Right? So... This is how it works, but that's not the way it's supposed to work. You're supposed to have new blood go in, new ideas. When they get in there, between them and their lobbyists and their lawyers and the uh, ex-officials uh, that they served with, officials, what a name, we, just shitheads, let's say, okay, grifters, um, who become lobbyists and lawyers and whatnot on K Street and in and out of government, you know, the turnstile. And this is why we're in trouble. We have because the people around Joe Biden, Joe Biden was there how many years, Mike, in the Senate? Do you remember? Forty some years, I think. I think 47 was his whole career. Yeah. yeah. So everybody on the Democrat side knows him and everybody on the Republican side knows him. They're yeah. all, you know, pat, back patters. Let me pat him on the back. And, you know, we need a bridge. Yeah, we need a post office. Yeah, we need this. Hey, let's go to, you know. And uh, nobody in the Congress, whether it's the House or the, Sen or the Senate, is speaking about the deal they did in Michigan, okay, national security issue, Michigan, national security issue, where the governor allowed the Chinese to come in and build a battery plant right next to a military installation, not next to a horse track, not next to a lake, not next, next to a, a mountain, next to a military installation. And guess what, Mike? Most of them are here now uh, from China, working at that plant, that's a, the job creation for China. 
and they wear that little red star hat now when they work at the factory. Yeah. Remember that red star hat, the Mao hat? Yep. yep. They're, they're wearing that at the factory. So what that's telling you, if you put the middle finger up on your hand, that's what it's telling you in America. Yeah. See, put the middle finger up. Thank you, Governor of Michigan. Thank you, Governor of Michigan, who probably we can't say for sure, but I'm sure she was rewarded handsomely, as we say in England, handsomely. Yeah. I would bet, Colonel, that given the way the the military is in this country, that that it, they had to sign off on that also, or the White House had to sign off on it. You don't well, just you, yeah, don't, you don't go you and don't. build a foreign-owned facility next to a U.S. military base if the military says don't, not a chance. And uh, it's, it's one of those acronyms, Mike. It's an acronym. I forgot the name. Yeah. Syphilis or something like that. Syphilis. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of their acronyms, you know. <laughs> but, you know, you, you're so right about the uh, the quality of people. When Alexis de Tocqueville wrote his Democracy in America, published in the 1830s, he was very concerned about the low quality of people that were getting sent to the Congress in the United States. And he, he didn't think very much of the Senate either, but he, he thought it was a more... Um, uh, intelligent and honorable organization than the Congress. Now, my God, he'd be, he'd be shocked at the kind of people we have here now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he said, ultimately that would be the ruin of the Americans. And the other thing, you know, we we were talking earlier about, uh, it being labor day today. And it just occurred to me that next to black people, the, the the supporters who of the Democratic Party then ha, that has have most been hurt are the workers, and and the unions they fought so hard to form are now all on the side of the Democrats. Isn't that funny? <laughs> all, the air the leaders of the uh, airline pilots uh, th- that union supported the idea that those those pilots and co pilots all get inoculated with this murderous vaccine. And now they're dying and, and, and being injured or crippled by the effects of the vaccine. And it's, it's because of the Democrats and they've suborned the union, the head of the unions. Mm-hmm. It's, so if you want to be really treated badly in life, be a, be a, uh, be a lifelong Democrat. You'll, uh, They'll they'll talk and weep for you and your children and all of that, and then at the same time they're going to be putting a shiv in your neck. Well, you know it's almost the same because it's almost uniparty now. You know, back in the day, the reason union in the old days, Mike, the reason unions were strong was because Republicans were pro business, and in those days, businesses didn't want unions. But there's a lot of benefit to having a union back then because that was rough times. Yep. You know, you're talking post depression, right? And and these businesses back in those days, the American businesses, they took advantage of people. Come on, let's face it. It was sweatshop America. You know, people had to get a, a fair wage, a working wage. You know, they had to raise a family. OK, but now we become sweatshop America of the world. I mean, it's just just bring them in and get whatever you can. You could just go to any construction site wherever you live right now. Take a look at who's on the roads. Take a look at who's building, who's inside any kind of construction trucks, dump trucks. Take a look at them and then stop and say hi and see if they can say hello to you in English. You know, just say hello. You know, I mean, there's and now you look at you look at the over the over the uh, over the road long haul 
tractor trailer drivers. Yeah. A lot of those guys are retiring. American guys, they're all international now. I, I seen a guy the other day on an interstate. I thought the guy was dead drunk, swaying, swaying, swaying. I, 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 wrote, I went all the way out to the other lane. I, I looked close, and I said, this guy's ready to sleep behind the wheel. Yeah. And he's ready to flip one. I mean, you know, they, they're not going to go. If the law is 10 hours, you think they're going to go 10 hours? Come on. The other guys know better. They lose their job. But these guys, they're going to give them a pass. They're going to say, well, you know, he just came to the country. He just got the license. He didn't realize it. He only killed 10 people, not 12. You know, we should give him a break. You know, just like the way this country's operating. Give everybody well, a break that's doing wrong, you know? Yeah. Well, I remember when I was still living in Northern Virginia, we had a uh, go down one of the main roads there in, in the town, and there was a strip mall with, that had a uh, um, oh one of those stores that so sells stationery and uh, computers and uh, paper and pencils and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I can't think of the name of it, but it's a chain. But the staples, point, staples, staples, exactly right. But it, it had you, Colonel Mike. That was a great catch. <laughs> <laughs> it, it had a great big parking lot, but it didn't open till nine. And every morning, if you drove past there during the Monday through Saturday, there would mm -hmm. be a crowd of uh, guys waiting for somebody to stop and and take them to the building site. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I remember or that. To cut remember. Grass or to. Yeah. to needed to be laborers, done. just day laborers yeah. day laborers yeah day laborers that's mm -hmm. where they brought the union uh, movement in this country they bring it they've given it right back to the uh to the people who would pay you nine cents an hour mm -hmm. uh, well yeah. the uh they had them outside u-haul also in yes. northern virginia that's exactly right yes they used to have them outside u-haul it was so funny uh you'd see like 25 guys outside u-haul because they knew you were moving so yeah. they knew you needed either packing or driver or loading, whatever. And U-Haul would let them sit outside their area there. And then after you got the truck, they'd bang on your window. Hey, you need help. And and you knew these people were guaranteed licensed with insured, <laughs> insured security. Because when they came to your house to help you either pack or load the truck, they may just take the truck without you. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love them. My neighbors had them all the time. Oh, they're very, they're very uh, reliable. And not only that, they're good workers and they're not, not expensive. And then one guy lost the truck and the load. Yeah. They, they took the truck and all his family furnishings. And he had to call it. They found him, though. The guy was down near Springfield, so we're 95. They caught up with the truck. But I mean, that's the risk you take. You know, there's no insurance. You just get an insured company, you know, that has qualified people that are insured. You don't have a problem. Right, Mike? Yeah. Yeah, but it's just it just that's where unions are going, and they're but they still vote Democratic. You know, they vote. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's unbelievable how the people who get hurt the most still vote for their main attacker. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like a sickness. Well, I think it's called in the clinical world Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> they have that stock. It's that has nothing to do with fish in Sweden. It's yeah. all about it's all about a psychological thing. Hey, last three minutes, this segment went really quick. Boy, oh boy, it's it's just an exciting day today. Um, and we're happy to be on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network with iHeartRadio and uh, the National Security Hour, which is, by the way, 
Monday to Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. You definitely want to tune in. And uh, they usually post the America Out Loud gang, Robin and everybody. They usually post them up there early on Twitter and social media to remind you what's coming up at the 7 o'clock hour, the 8 o'clock hour, the 9, whatever it is. You know, the shows are always posted. They do a good job. Sometimes they post them early. Sometimes they post them close to the show. But uh, you can follow all the America Out Loud gang and all the shows on Twitter and social media um, five days a week, 24-7, don't forget, 24-7. This is where you come to hear the news. A lot of good shows. You have a lot of experts in every field. We're the, we're the National Security Hour, and I think we probably got a great team, right? You got Ed, you got Mary, you got McInerney, you got Valerie. We got a new member on the team, Sergeant and Gary, Lieutenant Colonel, retired from the Army. Very, very smart guy. Very in the smart. Near East, yeah, very smart guy in the Near East arena. And uh, pretty soon, we're going to be speaking about uh, one of our team members, Ed Huglin, another major intel guy, worked at all the alphabet agencies, uh, who will be releasing some information about him, what he'll be doing. We don't want to say it until he says it's ready to go, as we say. But uh, Ed's going to break some information. We got the last minute. Mike, before I cut you off, you go. You know, I yeah, I think we should... Uh... I thought maybe we just skipped the last part of our show, but we may as well go ahead and do it because there's that world-breaking information that Newt Gingrich. Oh, hold it for the next segment. Hold okay. it for the next segment. We're going to go to the next segment. We're going to break major news on Newt. Major news on Newt Gingrich. You don't, if you want to stick around, we're coming up to the break, and we want to get you to listen to the commercials. Hey, they got products, so you got to buy them because that's how you get to stay on the air. And then – anywhere whether it's a website podcast whatever you got to buy the stuff you know uh, we, we don't get the national advertisers to come on the alternative media which gives you the real news so listen to the commercial and we be back in, what is it uh, maybe a couple of minutes it's not long and then we'll final it up on the two mics see you on the other side Changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD 
for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. We're back. We're back. It's Colonel Mike and Dr. Mike. You're two mics on the National Security Hour. America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. Final segment. Uh, before you break the news on Newt, Mike. No, uh, I was thinking that perhaps you should do that. No, no, no. I, th- I think you should do it, Mike. Well, why don't you break it? Then I want to mention Australia real quick. Go ahead. All right. Well, Newt, Newt Gingrich has come out. He's finally... Uh, don't uh, tell me he's gay. No, no, I didn't. Okay, mean that. I just want to make sure. Thank no, you, thank no, you. He's a good Catholic boy, uh, or his wife is. Someone is. But there's <laughs> a uh, a newspaper article now. This past uh, weekend, a couple of days, a couple of days that he right. he has has found out that Obama and and uh, Biden. We're exchanging mails, uh, emails with Hillary on her open, unprotected server, and that they were using um, fake names on their email identification. Oh, pseudonyms. Pseudonyms, yes. Yeah. Lies, I think. I think pseudonym and lies are at least fairly close. But trying mm-hmm. to disguise the fact that they were com- they were breaking some of the most rigorous and and if you break them painful national security laws that there are in this country they were were opening they were operating uh hillary and biden and obama uh talking about national security matters in the clear Mm -hmm. uh, which means that if you had a, a a slight ability to intercept things uh on a computer you were listening to the president of the United States, the vice president and the secretary of state talking about plans, using names, names of programs, names of people, talking about foreign leaders, uh, talking about where our strengths were and where our weaknesses were and all of this stuff. Well, Mr. Gingrich, in, in a lot of it in the article, frankly, sounded familiar to me, but it's been some years ago now and I'm not sure I have it right. But Certainly, Mr. Gingrich described what is a high treasonous activity by the three of them. And he thinks we should uh, be going after um, uh, Hillary again. And remember, uh, the, the, kill, the, the, the there was a story that the information that allowed the Chinese to eliminate our human assets reporting from inside China uh, was uh, gathered off of Hillary's server. Is that right? Yes. And and given our apparent lack of of intelligence, it could be just a lack of caring among um, among those American politicians who are sold out sold out to the uh, Chinese. Mm-hmm. But um, that's a. I, I'm glad Gingrich came out and said something about it. I wish he would have not, as you so often say. Br- brought uh, uh, most favored nations uh, status to the Chinese. But uh, that's a very good step forward, I think. So a prominent Republican has said it's time to put uh, put Hillary and the boys, her boys, uh, Obama and Biden, in the slammer. Oh, what, what I just saw, I just looked it up real quick, Mike. What he's saying is in addition to Hunter, 
we should be looking into Obama and Hillary and and other things that these guys did uh, course, to yes. include. Yeah, to include. Yeah. I understand it. Yeah. Now, that that's perfectly normal because that is national security. Now, you hear a lot about, you know, before 2020 about, you know, these things were done and these things were said and it's on the American It's in other places where you can read this. You know what Obama's done, what Hillary's done, what this one's done, what Newland's done, but nothing's done about it. Now, let me just go back in a little bit, a couple of years. We're in 2023 now, right? Uh, apparently, everybody gets all excited. They get in heat like a like a you know one of the animals do when they hear James Comer is going to do this. Oh, James Comer, he's he's investigating this. James Comer. James Comer. And I just read recently, Jack Maxey gave stuff on Hunter back in 2015 to James Comer. Hello? That's what? How many years? 15 to 23, Mike? How many years is that? Eight years. How many? Eight Eight. years. And you're still holding your breath for James Comer? Are you kidding me? Now, let me show you how they're going to Trump. I don't mean Donald Trump. How they're going to Trump the Republicans. Already, there's a committee on the Democrat side ready to start investigating Javanka. Now, who is Javanka and why is that important, as Mary Fanning says? Why is that important? Javanka is the one half of the Jared Kushner and Ivanka team. We just make it Javanka. It's easier. We save time, save words, save letters. Okay. So Jared's going to be under investigation now. By the Democrats saying, wait a minute, if you're going after Hunter, what about this Jared Kushner? He did the Abraham Accords and then he wound up getting how many billions of dollars from this country in the Middle East? Well, this sounds a little fishy. Well, maybe it was one deal. Maybe it was two deals, whatever. But I'm I'm sure it wasn't anything close to what Hunter was doing. But here's the point. The Democrats act. They take action. And let's go back to James Comer who now I'm going to rename coma, C-O-M-A, because this guy's got to be in a coma. It's this many years. What is he waiting for? Is he waiting for the next election? Is he waiting for something that we don't know about? Why is it always the Republicans drag their feet? Grassley, Comer. Who was that other guy that looks like a freak? He's now a, a reporter on Fox News, Mike. The, the skinhead from, uh, what is it, South Carolina? Oh, yeah. Trent Gowdy, Trent Gowdy. Yeah, he was doing it. Remember, remember with Clinton? We all oh, we got her. We got her. We got her. And then Fox told him, listen, you shut your mouth to you get a job on Fox. Don't worry about nothing. Just like the uh, the Mormon that came from uh, Utah. What was his name? What was that? Oh, he had her, too. He was on the House committee. Who and Now he's a big time uh, commentator on uh, an anchor. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. He, he was Gowdy's buddy. Gets. Yeah. Gets. No, no, Jason no. something. Jason Chaffetz, is that Chaffetz, it? Chaffetz, yes. yes. Yeah, he was from Mormon County, Utah, right? Uh, another one. Oh, we got her. We got her. All of a sudden, one day he wakes up. Mm, uh, he had to stay in the line. I, you know, I miss my family and my kids. I got to go home to Utah. <laughs> and then he became a Fox News, whatever. Okay, analyst, commentator, whatever. Now, <clears throat> just so we clear the record, you know, Fox always hires the best of the best of the best. How come they don't have people like Tom McInerney, 
Michael Scheuer, Ed Hoagland, you know, other people that really know a lot about national security and intel. Huh? Well, you know, a guy like Sargis, military expert, how come they're not on Fox? Because they don't total line. They don't total line. That's why you got to listen to the National Security Hour, Monday to Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, where you get the military and intel experts, right? Because Fox is just trying to be foxy. You understand? They lost their rank, their main guy. And uh, what they're doing, their job now, <clears throat> excuse me, their job now is to steer the right to the left, convince you that you've got to go a little bit more centrist and a little bit more left. And they're doing a very good job about it. They're doing a, they're doing a damn good job, Mike. Yeah. They're convincing everybody you're worth watching. Now, there are a couple of people you want to watch. What's that guy, Jesse Waters? You want to watch Judge Janine? You want to watch, uh, what's her name? Oh, gosh, what's the other lady? The blonde. There, there's, yeah, they're, well, they were all blonde. What are you talking yeah. about? I mean, it's the blonde network. Let's put it that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the point is, oh, there's a couple of that lady, that, that black lady who's on at lunchtime. I don't know. I don't even know her name. Yeah. I, I, I don't listen. I don't listen. I don't watch them. Once in a while, I, I go in for the goof, you know, the, the five when they have the fun. Yeah. You know, Gutfield. But I mean, you know, they're not what they were. The point is, you want to come to the America Out Loud talk radio network. It's 24-7. You get the real deal. Okay. You're not going to get guys like Shure and McInerney and Hoglid and Sargis and others to be on Fox. They're not going to take it because you know how you're successful. You know how you know you're successful on alternative media is when Fox, CBS, CNN, and everybody doesn't keep you on the network. And who should know better than my co-host right here now? Dr. Michael Scheuer, right? General Tom McInerney, who's on the National Security Hour. As soon as you say something that's true, the buzzer goes off, and that's your last day in the studio. Please get to the green room and pick up a cherry and a lettuce while you're out. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the truth. I mean, you know, and and now they're trying to get ratings, Mike. Come on. They're in a race for ratings. You know, you don't – forget it. It's just – it's a waste of time. You you, you know, you you go to alternative media. And you find what you need. Look, we got great shows 24-7. Videos, shows, articles, medical people that know what they're talking about, right? Um, sometimes people fluff, but I mean, other most of the time they know what they're talking about, right? And then you, you have people that understand the economy. You have people that understand where the country's going. So you, it's either be here or nowhere, as I always say, right, Mike? Go ahead. Continue, my friend. Yeah. Oh, geez. We're, we were talking about uh, Mr. Gingrich. I wonder, yeah. if, do, you, do you remember we just before we, we uh, started, we were talking about uh, uh, a uh, uh, short film we saw yesterday on um, X, or I guess that was Twitter. It's, it's, it, I wonder if we should mention that. That's a very good... No, I, I, think, I think we'll save that. We're going to save that because that's... I want people to find that. That's gold. We may to, we may do it on the next show. Okay. But uh, that is actually solid gold, as we say in the radio world, right? Solid yeah. gold. It's top ten, top forty, top number three, number two. No, it's really it's really gold. But it's amazing because that clip says a lot, and oh. uh, you know, I think 
I think when people find out, they're going to they're gonna have the same question like you did. Who, who was that and what was that and all that about? Yeah. But we also we also have to mention today a national treasure in America, another buffet. Jimmy Buffett passed away uh, this weekend. Uh, so uh, let's see. What was great about Jimmy Buffett? He had that song Margaritaville, right? But nobody <laughs> realized. Yeah, nobody realized the. The guy, not just the talent, but this is what happens when you have talent and good management and good people around you. The guy was a billionaire. I had no idea, Mike. He had all these restaurants, had hotels, all kinds of deals. You know, sail on, buddy. That that was a good move. I mean, you can't get that many people that are in the in- entertainment industry to get that big, you know, outside the, like the Beatles or something, you know, or, you know, the Michael Jackson when they sell the album, the uh, the package of songs they they sell all their song rights or whatever but yeah. i mean god who knew the guy was you know he had business acumen he had people around him and lived a really good life got into the 70s right lived strong healthy life out by the sea right in florida and a national treasure so jimmy buffett uh, jimmy buffett's gone now and that's it for margarita bill but i'm sure they're going to keep that baby rolling because that thing's a billion dollar enterprise am i Oh, that's what you could do in America. That's what you could do in America. If you work hard, remember the old work hard ethic, your work hard, boom, you know, he played hard too. He drank hard. (laughs) Maybe maybe it all comes up in the end, you know, that's a lot of work, a lot of drinking, but he left, he left a, a good memory and his, certainly his family's taken care of. So what more can you ask from life, I guess? And he didn't grift off and the American taxpayer. He wasn't a grifter. <laughs> but isn't it, isn't it funny that's two Buffets? You got Warren Buffett and Jimmy Buffett. No relation, right? No, that, that Warren Buffett makes my skin crawl. He's yeah, a, he's a, he's yeah. a uh, if he's not an anti-American, I don't know who is. Well, why do you say that, Mike? I'm just curious. I'm just because he's he's everybody says, oh, he lives in the house he bought in 1950. Well, so what? You know, he controls the railroads. He 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 is. I, I just don't trust him, Colonel. I, it's just a. It's a. Uh, he's in it for him. Well, and, I think he's in it for himself, but he's also as as a guy who owns these companies, the stockholders win too, right? Well, we'll see. He's got next to him now. His assistant is a very uh, uh, new world order. Oh, okay. An older blonde, or uh, bald guy who sits mm-hmm. next to him most of the time. I'm just maybe I'm just jaundiced about the leadership of the business community. Uh, I like that. Word. I like that word. If I was to paint a Picasso, can I use the jaundice paint? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a great word. But no, I mean, really, he's, look, the, guy's no, the guy knows what he's doing. He's got the connections. He's got lobbyists with the BNSF Railroad doing his deal on the railroad, you know, doing the coal, right? He's got that locked up. And he bought Wachovia pennies on the dollar and rolled that into Wells Fargo. I mean, he's just got an eye, an ear, and a nose for this stuff. And you know? I have no animosity toward anyone who makes a buck or many bucks. Well, mm-hmm. What I have an animosity toward is people who are uh, at least seem to me to be disingenuous about 
about what they're talking about, that he's kind of an independent thinker and all of that stuff, where most of the things he thinks fit right in with the people who are trying to tear this country down. Okay. At least what I've heard of him in public. And, you know, okay. he, there's a lot of, you know, the one thing about Fox is they used to have a lot of, of uh, very good people on their business channel. And they were always uh, very um, pro-Buffett and mm -hmm. loved to talk to him and thought he was a genius. Did Charles Payne, did I, Charles Payne like Warren Buffett? I think so. And I, okay. I have a lot of respect for Payne and also for um, – uh, the fellow that they, the other fellow that they fired, Lou Dobbs. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, I don't know. It's just he gets uh, he gets under my one nerve a little bit, and I just right. wonder how straight he is. It could be because he's the sage from Omaha. That could be. That yeah. could be. Yeah. He's not Ogallala Sioux, but he's the sage from Omaha. We got the final two minutes, Joe. It's all yours. Go ahead, pal. All right. Well. In the week ahead, uh, there may be some news that's worth really hearing if if the little video we saw today is indeed valid. So keep your ears to the ground. Uh, no use saying any more rosaries for the Yankees. The Yankees are dead this, this year. <laughs> they, they have a manager who can't, uh, who can't even write a decent lineup, doesn't know where his players work, and they're paying – these guys $25 million and he rests them every day because they might be tired. Well, I mean, somebody would have to shoot me to rest me if I was making with that kind of money. With that kind of money, Mike, I'm going to New York and I'm going to fly right. for that job. That's right. <laughs> I could at least play left out. I know that. That's right. My son is a very strong Yankees fan, as am I, but he's still in the state where it's life and death. All right. We got to cut off now. We got to say right. goodbye to everybody. All right. Yep. So thank everybody thank for listening. Family. Yeah, I want to thank my co-host, Dr. Michael Scheuer. I want to thank America Out Loud for having the National Security Hour. And remember, thanks for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. And we mean that. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>